In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everybody and welcome to our National League preview show uh, with me, uh, Lauren and Aaron. Hello welcome. everyone. Hello, welcome to this week. Um, new week, same old us. You're you're stuck with us yet again. I uh, stuck with Aaron again, again because you always see him at this point. I'm just surprised you're not bored of his face at this point. I feel like at this point I'm just the company's. I'm I'm the face of the National League for the company, really, isn't it? Well, so much so that you're here on your birthday. Oh, that is dedication. You don't get that commitment anywhere else. I tell you, I tell you. No. So. You said- you said not many things have changed, but I've I've become twenty five overnight. So yeah, make uh, sure you yeah. uh, tell him happy birthday, guys, because uh, I I've I've dragged him out today instead of yesterday. Um, and, so and he's extra happy blood- birthdays. And she forgot my bloody cake. Yeah, well, you can have the the crochet balloon dog say happy birthday. <laughs> Is it the camera's bopping around to say uh, to try and find it, but. <laughs> So the balloon nice. dog, bingo the balloon dog says happy birthday. And that's, you, you. very few people have had that opportunity. I feel blessed. I feel blessed. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. enough of our rambling because people want to listen to football on this podcast. So let's get back to that. So I think really for this week, there's no real more sort of better, but also quite important place to start with. Obviously, the news that were coming out of Rochdale um, this week that, they um, they have called an extraordinary general meeting for the 7th of March. And for those that don't know the difference between an extraordinary general meeting and an annual general meeting, which you normally see in business, is extraordinary general meeting is basically what it says on the tin in terms of it only happens in like extraordinary circumstances for like emergencies. And at the minute, Rochdale are in an emergency situation where like it's become quite clear over the last sort of 
what would you say, Lauren, maybe 72 hours that like if investment isn't in Rochdale by like mid to sort of the end of March, then they're going to, they're going to liquidate. It's not even, it's not even a real possibility at the minute on the, on the table that Rochdale will go into administration. Like they're going to go straight for liquidation. Um, so with this being said, obviously we need to obviously raise as much awareness to the situation as we can do. And we hosted uh, lowly look hosted a Twitter space last night with Rochdale fans and and a few like football finance people and um like a couple of chairmans and a couple of media outlets to try and do just that and raise awareness and and what started as a like a sort of very somber um space as you would imagine kind of turned into a positive because it actually turned out that like the basically the meeting on the 7th of March is to the stakeholders and shareholders of the football club at Rochdale Football Club um, to be asked if they will di basically dilute their shares in the football club to then make it easier for a sole owner to come in and take full control of the football club. Now, there was people on the space saying that there's a bit of a divide in the, in the fan base in terms of it's quite old versus young in terms of the older people are, are quite just happy to, you know, have a football club as such, and the young people want expect better. And like, I've been putting pressure on on people that run the football club and, and voicing their opinion. So that really, to like the neutrals, you would think that if it is a solution of going bust or diluting your shares, then surely they've got to dilute the shares. But you never know what's going to happen. But look, it's a lot more positive situation than it was. <coughs> 24 hours ago and as I said on the space as all you know I'm a massive Oldham fan and Oldham have a I'll put it in quotation marks because it doesn't it's not that important to me but Oldham have a, a rivalry shall we say with Rochdale but when it comes to when it comes to off the field stuff like the local derbies are like the livestock of the football clubs at this level and you know we already we lost we lost Barry five years ago I know for definite I don't want to see Rochdale go to the wall and look, if we can do anything we can to raise awareness, we will continue to do that, right, Lauren? Yeah, completely. We all know that it's uh, no one ever wants to see a team go under and it's just important that we give people the, the space to talk about it and uh, just fingers crossed that we can get something done and something sorted because you don't want to see a team go down and Rochdale, they have such a great history and you've got to love the little rivalries and things like that they're, they're the whole point of football so I think just if you haven't already check out the the space that was on Twitter it's it's still up there it's still recorded um, yes, if, you, if you don't know anything about it have a listen to that it, it's you can find it literally if you go on Twitter or X as it's called now sorry Elon don't sue us um and you search for lower league look It'll still be there in the space section on, on Twitter. And I, I uh, encourage anyone that supports any football club to listen because we had we even had like Premier League fans in there that I think sometimes without trying to be rude to Premier League supporters, but you can get caught up in the bubble of like the money and not really believing that like football exists outside of the Premier League sometimes. <laughs> so I think it's I think it, it was good for like everyone to kind of get behind the one the one aim and and um, yeah. So hopefully we'll hear some positive news out of Rochdale sooner rather than later. But 
to move it on from quite a somber start to my birthday podcast, shall we? That's what I'm calling it, by the way. My birthday podcast. Your birthday podcast is that yeah, going to be the title? It's not going to be anything what, about the league. That's what I'm telling Grant to put the title. Um, okay. So, since we've been gone and since we did the review show on Monday, there was a full card, or pretty much a full card, barring two uh, waterlog pitch postponements of National League action on Tuesday night. So. We will briefly just keep you across that. Um, and if you want, Lauren, I, I will start because I actually went to York City on Tuesday night Ooh. to watch my, my boys playing York. Um, Making away. Yeah. So, look, if you would have said to me at the start of the week, we would have played three games pretty much in a week and got seven points for it and kept us in the playoffs. I would have definitely taken it. But it was a little bit of a stinger because we obviously we were leading and absolutely bossing the ball, controlling the ball. And then, like, York came up. It was one of them where they've come up with one of the first attacks of the game and, and we've just switched off a little bit at the back and been punished for it. And in the end, it ended one all. And and York, fan, York uh, fans might believe that that was a fair result because the team worked hard. But in my opinion, I think... Uh, we're very unlucky to not get the extra two points on Tuesday night, and um, but I guess a point's better than a loss, right? And they say, don't they, if, if you get if you pick up points away from home, but then win your home games, that's promotion form. So that's all we can do at the minute. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to get seven points out of the week, but it could have been it could have been nine, which is a little bit of a stinger. Keep the points ticking along. It's always better than nothing. Absolutely. It sets you up in a really good position as well, um, especially with all the, the points so close that I, I'd be very happy coming away with seven points in the uh, in the week. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and obviously, like I said, it was a it was a big night because it was pretty much a full fixture. So you you had other big results like um, Aldershot beating Barnet, who obviously had some really good news off the pitch this week with. The, the talk of a new stadium being built in Barnet because obviously they've not been in Barnet for a long time and the new stadium is going to hopefully be back in Barnet, which is massive news to them and their supporters. So hopefully that goes through again. But unfortunately on the pitch, the, the, the news on the pitch couldn't match the news off the pitch and they um, suffered what people might see as a bit of a, a, bit of a surprise um, defeat to Aldershot. But Aldershot are on decent form as well. so I think Yeah, they're right up there. At this time of the season, when you get when you get two teams that are sort of in the playoff contention, it's anyone's game, isn't it? Really, you know, and there's no real clear winners, and and yeah, so obviously it's a bad result for Barnet, Barnet, but um, in the overall picture, I don't think they'll be sweating too much because obviously there's still there's still um, I can't do maths. Is that five, <laughs> five points? Five points clear of um, Solihull in fourth, so they've still got a bit of a gap. Yeah. Um, and then what else have we got? So, there the other ones that stick out to me are obviously Hartlepool continuing the relatively and um, probably for Grant's sake, very, very good run of form since their appointment of the new manager and getting a 3 2 win at home to playoff contention and playoff hopefuls Altrincham, which to me, surprised me a little bit because I've always said, and I've said for weeks on here as well, I think I still think Altrincham play are one of the better football insides in this division. I think they play really nice football. So maybe it was just an off night, but in terms of progress for Hartlepool, they're now only, you know, I think it's yeah. uh, like, is it three points off the playoff place? 
Yeah. Uh, where does playoff go up to? Eighth? Seven. Seven. Okay, yeah. So there are, there are a couple more off. From oh, yeah, there. sorry, the six. But yeah, the, the, but it's the, still a great yeah, position to be six. in. And the form at the moment is just... It's one of the best in the in the league at the moment. So yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, no, we talked about obviously when this appointment happened. We said that like it was a bit of an inexperienced appointment. So we, you know, inexperienced managers can go one of two ways. Are you going to bring fresh ideas and galvanise and, and and you know bring bright attacking football, or it, you can be David Unsworth and get found out at this level pretty quickly. And, <laughs> And um, so I'm I'm glad for Grant's sake and Hartlepool's sake that um, it was the, the the first rather than the latter, definitely. And then yeah. I guess I guess the only other result that really sort of sticks into my uh, head, looking at this these fixtures from Tuesday, is probably the uh, absolute goal bonanza of Oxford City versus Eastley. Now this, for in terms of value for your money on the face of it for a neutral seven game seven goals on a Tuesday night you can't really complain can you but when you actually look at the scoreline with it being at 2-5 and Oxford were at home I think mm. Oxford fans would probably complain to be fair <laughs> so but I think that good rights to definitely yeah it, it just goes back to what we keep saying about Oxford I think the step up from the south to the Premier uh, Division of the National League has just been too much for them. And I think they've just been found out now. And we said a couple of weeks ago it's going to take a miracle. But now I think that miracle has just got even bigger. Um, but obviously it's a... Shame, really. I like I like a little underdog that comes up and then does really well. But, yeah. Um, it, is, it is just such a competitive league at the moment that if you, if you struggle, you really struggle. And it, it, was, it was a win as well that... Um, that Eastley really, really needed as well, really. Obviously, they've just changed manager. They were on re really bad form. So, hopefully, it's like, the, you know, the sort of win to give them confidence again. And maybe that they're a bit too far away from the playoff places at the minute, but who knows, you know, finish the season as strongly as possibly and then go into the summer, get your recruitment right and go again. Um, and yeah. Completely, completely agree with that. So, hopefully, it's a turning of the tide for Eastley. I wouldn't necessarily say it was a shock it's a shock result, but no, it was a great result for a, uh, a Tuesday night, and I'm sure the uh, travelling Eastley fans would have been uh, happy with that. Yeah, you can't complain seeing your team score five goals away from home, can you? Yeah. Um, what, what was I going to say? Now, so I think now is probably the perfect time before we give you a very, very, and it will be a very, very brief uh, rundown of Saturday's fixtures because for those that don't listen, we have a um. Monday review show, me and Grant, where we talk about the Saturday game. So if you haven't listened to that this week, then go and listen to it. It's on our Spotify at uh, Lower League Walk. But I, I just wanted to kick off this little segment with uh, Lauren's game of the week, which is one we didn't really, we didn't touch upon in detail, which might surprise you because it was also our tie of the week. But I did that on purpose, knowing that Lauren would have a, a beautiful written a beautiful match report. match report. So, yeah, do you want to take that, it away? That is, that is bold. That is a bold claim and something I possibly don't quite deserve. Um, but yes, my, my Loz's tie of the week, or Loz's game of the week, because tie of the week is a different little feature of this show. Look how many features we've got. And we're only like three weeks in, guys. Um, my little, my little uh, losses game of the week. If you can't tell, 
my voice and my face can tell you that I'm a little bit ill today. Um, so bear with, but you know. I tell you what, you, you don't you don't get this level of dedication from anyone else in this company, by the way. We it's we're my, just like smashing it out here. It's my birthday and she's ill, and we're still bringing you a top quality podcast. Always top quality with us. Always. You wouldn't expect anything <laughs> anything else. Look at that. Perfect timing. Anyway, my game of the week is uh, Bramley Chesterfield on Saturday, um, which obviously a nice little 4-3, which is already an exciting result, right? You've got you've got seven game, uh, seven goals, just like we were saying. Always love a seven goal game. Um, but not only that, it was kind of a alternating scoreline. So I quite like one of those because you never quite know how it's going to go. Um, and absolutely smashing goals. If you haven't watched the highlights, have a watch of the highlights. The goals in that game were just incredible. Oh, Ollie Banks' goal of the season, surely? Surely, surely. For anyone that hasn't seen it, a quick audio description. Basically, he's about 33, probably 35 yards from goal. And he's just... Yeah. He's just send the keeper off his line a little bit and just whacked it like curl on the ball, spin on the ball, uh, straight into the top corner. I mean, I've not got the fondest memories of Ollie Banks from his time at Latics, but I have to give him his credit. Uh, this season he's been the linchpin that's kind of held that monumental Chesterfield side together, and he, he's reaping his rewards now. But if you haven't seen it, definitely go and see it because it'll probably be one of the best goals you see this this season. Absolute stunner, yeah. Out of the box, top right corner, might even clip just on the underneath of the the, the, bar, the crossbar. Yeah. Oh, it was a stunning, stunning goal. But there were also great goals. There was a there was a very confident uh, penalty for Chesterfield's first goal. And then I mean Bromley had a, a, a smashing it's um a smashing goal as well. And obviously winning it in the ninety third, ninety fourth minute of the game is just like a little icing, like a little cherry on top of the cake. Yeah, it was a really, really exciting game to to have a little watch of. I think it was always an interesting one going into it because we said last week on this podcast that it was probably, well, it is of course more of a a, a must win game for Bromley than it was Chesterfield because. Unless something absolutely catastrophic happens from here, and we see a we see a crackdown like we've never seen, Chesterfield are going to go and walk the league quite comfortably in the next couple of weeks. So, but in terms of confidence for Bromley going into them playoffs and uh, you know trying to get up, that is a massive result in terms of like you know um, beating the league leaders and beating the runaways and probably beating the best team to be in the national league in a long time. So, and I think it's a result that Bromley needed as well, to be honest, because it was they, massive. They were in quite patchy form themselves as well before Saturday, so you know it's yeah. um it 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 was definitely needed and look that's what you want from the top two in the division. You want a you want a proper advert for um, National League football, don't you? And I think that's what we got. Yeah, and Barnet like having being bright like breathing down Bromley's neck. Um, like Bromley, Bromley really needed that result there because obviously Barnet won as well. Um, I think they did anyway. Yeah, Barnet won as well. They won four two at, at Fylde, so they they really needed to uh, to win to keep keep up and above. 
yeah. uh, Barnet there, but it was it was a great game all around. And like I say, if you if you didn't watch the the highlights, have a little watch. Uh, it was a great great game of the week to cover this week because there were some absolute stunners of goals. Ah. I must, I must add though, I am a bit disappointed. I mean, it was a great match report, but where are your red and yellow cards? Are they here? Are they here, are they here somewhere? Oh, oh goodness! <laughs> oh, where have I put them? They, they were for on the, my desk. For those of you just listening on Spotify, I've now got Lauren frantically looking around her room for the. Uh, Aye, they were under my laptop. She's found them. She's found them. Because okay. did you do? Did you do a referee review for us as well? I mean, I can do. I, I okay. mean, again, I may, I may be a little bit biased because I didn't see the game in person. I know shock horror, guys. Um, because because I'm a little hard worker at uni, I I can't go to most of the games that are Loz's game of the week in person, unless someone wants to pay for my travel and do my essays for me. Um, so I, I have to I, do a little. I think that's a whole different kettle of fish, you know. We're not, we're, we're, we're bringing that up on here, to be honest. If, if, if you want, if you want to go and do that, then I'll leave, uh, I'll, I'll leave Lauren's Twitter account somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the uh, in the thing. Um, but yeah, go on then, give us a I quick was, one. I wasn't of... gonna give the ref a card, I think that the penalty is a penalty. Um, and yeah. I think that the goals, the goals that are scored because there was a bit of a like a reaction from the players, a tiny one about the the, the, the smashing goal from um, from Chesterfield that was like, has it gone over? But I I think the decisions from the ref were pretty pretty spot on personally. I mean, I might be I might be wrong with the little sort of free kicks that get given here and there throughout the game, but I, I'm giving the I'm giving the ref a free pass this week. Nice, nice. I might, I might be absolutely slated in the comments. And you know what? You should do that. You should tell us your opinion on my my match report. Uh, just so you know, just so you know, if you do want to slate us, this is uh, Lauren's segment. It's got nothing to do with me. What, um, on Aaron's birthday pod, it's Lauren's segment. <laughs> but before, just before we move on to the most exciting part of the podcast also our head to head predictions league which was an absolute um battle this week shall we say we'll come mm-hmm. into it we number 1 we need to look at the ties um coming up for this weekend and number 2 i need to assign you your game of the week for this weekend so i am quickly looking and straight off the bat Straight off the bat, I think this week I'm going to give you. Unfortunately, it's not going to be the it's not going to be the TV game. I don't think. Um, so that might make it a little bit harder for you. But I'm going to give you Solly Holmes versus Hartlepool to see if Hartlepool can continue the um, upwards climb towards them playoff places. Obviously, Solly Hull are in the uh, in the playoffs. You might have just signed away my job. If if Hartlepool lose, because I'm I might come on and and try and talk about a Hartlepool loss. Hopefully not, but <laughs> I might have to talk about a Hartlepool loss, and I might I might lose my job. I might sign myself away there. But I'm excited. Thank you for giving me a round of the week. Why why have you given me this one as Loz's game of the week? I just think I just think um, with that I think obviously. 
like you say, Hartley Fuller are in some of the best form in the division at the minute. And I've been speaking to Grant and he's been telling me for weeks like they're gonna catch us and they're gonna get a playoff place and and you know this is I think this is the first proper real test in that run, maybe that where, where you think if you've got aspirations, you've got to beat a playoff contender, somebody that's already in there. You know what I mean? So I think I think it's a big game for both sides, and obviously it's a big game for uh, Solihull as well to maintain their uh, the place and not be feeling even more pressure to stay in the playoffs. Really, perfectly valid reasons. Uh, I'm very excited for it, and I think. Yeah, I think Harleypool very much can put the press on if they wanted to. So I'll be, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh my God, it's snowing. Is it? Sorry, that was just not random. here. Yeah, but I, had it's, a, well, I was meant to I be say, rowing today and it, it was raining. I, and I, say, I say snowing, it's like it's like sleeting very, very finely. But yeah. Oh, it's snow on your birthday. Call, call it snow and sleet's <laughs> never any good. Call it I mean, snow. I mean, I normally like snow, but when I'm got when I've got a big night out planned tomorrow, it's not really what I want to see. Um, so, but we will we'll see how we go. But anyway, sorry, sorry. There's so many interruptions in this <laughs> podcast. This is what happens when you ask somebody to work on the birthday, by the way. So you'll just have to deal with it this week. We'll be back to being consummate professionals next week. It's just endearing, Aaron. It's endearing. They get to see personality. Could you imagine That's if it. we were? Imagine if we talked about football on a football podcast. What would they do? <laughs> right. So, in terms of, so we've just to give you your game of the week. But from you looking at the fixtures, what do you think is going to be the tie of the week? It's a bit of a hard one, really, because they're kind of all dotted around the the league, really, sort of tops playing middles and things like that. I mean, there's the Dorking Ebbsfleet one at the bottom of the table. Um, obviously, both on the same points. Dorking with two games in hand, but they're still in and around that sort of drop zone in the, the relegation battle. Uh, that that could be an interesting one. Um, possibly? Um, other than that, you've got you've got Woking and Wheelstone again a bit further down. Uh, Wheelstone, I think, kind of a bit better because they've got they've got like five games in hand on other uh, on other teams. But you know, it's uh, it's about the points on the on the table, not uh, not games in hand. But other than that, they kind of are they are dotted around really. The, the biased part of me wants to say, like for me, but obviously I know the backstory, so. Oldham are at home to Kinnamister Harriers, and on the face of that, that doesn't look like an interesting fixture at all. But it's Frank's first game back um, yeah. in Oldham since his role, and because of that, they've made uh, entry one pound. So the the attendance is going to be eleven thousand seven hundred and fifty, which for national, which for national league level, that's incredible. By the way, I know I know it's obviously a pound tickets, but we get we get near enough seven thousand at home anywhere with normal prices. So you know that's. That's going to be a really good atmosphere, and I'm absolutely gutted because I decided to go and sesh for my birthday long before that this this fixture was announced because it was a uh, it wasn't going to. Well, obviously it's been announced for a while, but then when Frank got home and that they decided to do this big promotion, and I'm gutted. Um, but yeah, I'll have a drink for Frank in Manchester somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, do a little toast to Frank. But that's 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 a really exciting game, and I. Uh... 
that it'll be great to have that kind of uh, attendance because you don't see that attendance way higher up the leagues. Um, that's that's super exciting. I, I'll keep an eye out on that one. Um, yeah, hopefully, people do come out. I mean, I would for a quid. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I cycled thirty miles to go to a game for a fiver, so I can't, I can't say anything. Uh, I'd like to see you cycle from Cambridge to Oldham for the game on Saturday. Oh, I, I I had to get a taxi home last time because I fell off my bike. It was it was really embarrassing. But I'm guessing your mum knows now because that's the first time you've publicly disclosed that you fell off your bike. Oh no, that was a different one. That was a different oh, one. Oh bloody hell, Aaron. Can't can't take her anywhere, can we? So I've been told I need my um my my cycling license removed. <laughs> that that's how bad I am. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mm, Jesus, mm. this this podcast this week is almost as messy as my legs. I'm not going to lie. Um, but but before we get to everyone's favorite part of the podcast with a little bit of structure, I think now would be the perfect time to hear from this week's sponsors. So we will be back with you in about a minute's time. Right. So that was a message from this week's sponsors. Here we are, always thankful for showing support to this podcast. And like I feel like I say every week, but it's important. We wouldn't be able to do the content we do without you. So we appreciate it. Um. But now, now we're talking serious. We're talking. So this is double-edged sword here because we need to recap week two of the pre, uh, predictions before we look ahead to week three. So now, I think that this one's going to be incredibly, incredibly tight because I know I did a hell of a lot better than I did week one. Um, so, Lauren, do you want to do you want to run it down with the state of play for us? Yes, so for those audio listeners, I'm very dramatically waving around our predictions from last week. So, <clears throat> in the let me let me let me get the games up that we that, that that were played this week. Right. So, in the uh Ebbs Fleet and Easty game, the the score was 3-0 and um I, I predicted two one. You predicted a draw. I get I get some points. You know, in the in the Dorking game, I predicted a win for Dorking, and you predicted a draw, and there was a draw. So that's 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 points for you. Neither of us successfully guessed that um, Bromley would beat beat Chesterfield. So that was no. that was that was a nil point. 
Um, we've got the. Did I say the Barnet game already? Barnet no, won. Barnet. Barnet won, and you said that they would win, so you got the points, and I didn't. Uh, Gateshead, I correctly predicted the win, but so far all of these, none of us have got correct scores. We've just got the correct uh, direction. Well, that that'll change real soon, won't it, Warren? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the daggers game, neither of us got the daggers game right at all. We both said that the daggers would win. Uh, Oldham, we Ellen. did both predict that Oldham were going to win. Um, but 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 you may or may not have predicted that um that that they were going to win three one. So what can, I, what can I say? I just I just know my boys, you know. I just have faith in the boys. Do just know the boys. I I I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed. So um, oh, hold on. I think whoa, you might. Whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean? Hold on. I might have not given you enough points. I think you've got an extra point there. <sighs> okay, she's think... trying to she's trying to cheat me out of it. I told you this is why we need an independent adjudicator. <laughs> Aaron, I could have lied. I could have kept that to myself. I could have just said, oh, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, 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 whatever. So this, this girl you. will do any this girl will do anything to get me in a in a county shirt at the end of the season. Oh, always, always. I'm I'm getting you in that shirt. It's happening. <clears throat> anyway, uh I predicted a Hartlepool win, so I get two points. Uh, and you didn't, so you don't. Um <laughs> <laughs> Halifax, you got 3-1 and I got 1-0, so uh, you, you get more points there. No points in the uh, Oxford South End game. Uh, we both correctly predicted a 2-1 to Solihull, so we must have been on some sort of, you know, no, higher... No, 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 no. No, God, I'll be honest. Read that again. I'm sure I predicted 4-1 to Solihull, didn't I? It was 2-1. No, but, but did I not did I not say it was going to be four one? Well, okay. I wrote down two one. Okay, I'll t- I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I I wrote down two one, so uh, you know, you okay. can because it's my birthday. She's going to be nice. Yeah, because it, because it's your birthday, I'll uh I'll give you that one. I've no idea where that. Hold on. You're not looking at the Tuesday games, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. I am correct. I am correct. Yeah, yeah. It was it's Solly Hall Rochdale 2 1, and we both said 2 1. I've got it here in my okay. really beautiful, messy writing. Yes. Uh, but I haven't corrected your total at the bottom there. Okay, so, then... so this is the most important part, guys. Yeah. So before I. So, uh, like when I when I rudely took a point off of Aaron, uh, because I was trying to get extra points. I mean, it wasn't that. I just I just miscounted. Um, it was it was a tie of eleven and eleven, which you know is an improvement of nine and six from the previous week. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but given a, it's your birthday. And B, you actually did get the points. I haven't just had to try and find a point for you for your birthday. Um, Aaron wins tie two. Yes. Singular points. I'm back in the game. I'm back in the game. That's it now. I, I told you last week I was going to come back. 
and I'm not going to lose another week. I, I think I gloated a bit too much last week and uh, shot myself in the foot, I think. The only thing we have, I, it would take an incredible feat, but the only thing we haven't discussed is like, if it ends a draw overall at the end of the season, do we both just turn up in each of us kit? Yeah, why not? Okay, let's do that. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm happy to be on the board and I'm happy to be back in the game. And Grant was giving me some serious threats last week that if I didn't step up my game with the predictions, he was going to fire me. So I'm, I'm happy that I'm, I'm still in the game and I'm still here. Um, so, but I'm not going to rest on my laurels. I'm going to push on. And shall we look ahead to Saturday's game and do the predictions for Saturday? The pen is out for this Saturday. Let's um, go. You know, I could do this in a much more like professional way with like typing it all up, but you all get to see my scribbly writing each week, and that's a bit more exciting, I think. So yes, you get you get spoiled with my writing. Anyway, who do you, who do you want to go first, Oz? Um, you know what? I've been first every time, so you can go first this time. Okay, let's go. So I'm just going to do it in order of the the fixtures that I see here. So the half twelve Eastleigh versus Bromley. Now, I fancy Bromley to, like I say, get lots and lots of confidence from the 4-3 win over Chesterfield at the weekend, uh, last weekend, sorry, and I think they'll win again, and I think it'll be 2-0 to Bromley. Okay. Altrincham, Maidenhead. Now, now I'm going to go 3-1 Alty for that. Mm-hmm. Barnick versus York. You know what? I think Barnett are going to get back on track after the Tuesday night defeat, and that will be 2 1 to Barney. I've got yet. Yeah. Boreham Wood versus Fylde. I think obviously Fylde, uh, you know, suffered the first defeat in a while on Tuesday. Um, but I do think that this will be a score draw, so I'm going to go 1 all. Chesterfield versus Rochdale. Now, I hate to do this because people might be levelling or you're just being nasty to Rochdale because of the week that we've had, but I genuinely think uh, Chesterfield will come back with vengeance and even though they're so far clear, I think I think they'll have the fire in the belly to right the wrongs from last weekend. So I think it could be quite a difficult day for Rochdale, so I'm going to go 3-1 Chesterfield. Yeah. Um... Uh, where, where, where else next? Daggers versus Halifax Town. So I'm going to go one all here as well, I think. Sitting on the fence again, are we? Listen, it, it did me well last week, so I suggest you shut up. <laughs> well, actually, you got, you got, oh no, you did, you got two points for one of your draws. I'll give you that. And also, you that. also, also just, just tell me, tell, tell them again who won. All right, all right. I, do, I say um, this like I wasn't the exact same in the previous week. <laughs> anyway, you've interrupted my floor now. Where was I? Dark in Ebbsfleet. Um, I think the Wanderers are going to get a win here, but I think it's going to be very tight and I'm going to go 1 0 Darkin. Gateshead, Oxford. Now, we know Oxford in the last couple of weeks have scored a few goals, but have also conceded by the bucket load. And I think the trend might continue. So I am going to go for 3-1 Gateshead. Mm -hmm. 
Then my boys versus Kilimanjaro Harriers. Frank's big home come in 11,750. 11, I'm going to hopefully do a positive jinx on this, and this might surprise you, but we don't seem to we don't seem to perform in front of big crowds for whatever reason. So I'm going to go Kidderminster 1, Oldham Athletic 1. Mm. Um, that is a bit of reverse psychology, by the way. So when we win 6 hoping that you... When we win six one at home, I'll just be coming in smug as anything. Yeah, you'll, um, you'll, you'll be sat here like, oh, you know, it was it was an okayish weekend. You know, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> um, and then next up, we've got your game of the week: uh, Solihull versus Hartlepool. And it is it is a game I'm actually fancying uh, Hartlepool to win. And I'm going to say they'll win it 2-1 away from home. Yeah? Yep, got you. Southend Aldershot. I am going... Now, for weeks and weeks and weeks, I predicted a Southend win, and they just don't seem to be doing it. I know... Did they get a win on Tuesday? Yeah, they they won on Tuesday. Um, So maybe that would give them the confidence. But uh, Aldershot, I know, easy game. So... I'm going to go two all draw. And then Woking versus Weldstone. I am going to go 1 0 to Weldstone. Is that all of them? Yeah, that What's is all of them. Long list. So do you, do you want to do you wanna take it top to bottom quick? Okay. <clears throat> we have uh, 2 0 to Bromley. We've got 3-1 to Alty. In the Barnet game, we've got 2-1 two, to Barnet. We've got 3-1 to Chesterfield. Uh, we've got 1-0 to Dorking. 3-1 to Gateshead. 2-1 uh, to Hartlepool. 1-0 to Wheelstone. There's a 2-all draw in the Aldershot game. A 1-all draw in the Oldham game. And there's two other one-all draws in the other games that I will write down because I wrote down draw. Nice. So do you want now it's your turn? It is. uh, And I'll give you my fabulous reasoning for that as well. Uh, So I agree with you that Bromley seem to be in a decent form and they will have the confidence to... uh, go on, especially against against EC, I think. Uh, even though EC are coming off from a win. Um, I don't think it's going to be a big score. I'm going to give it 1-0. 1-0 uh, to, to, to Bromley. Uh, which might be a bit unfair, given they've scored a couple of goals in the past few games, but you know. Uh, in the Ulti game, I am going to say that Altrincham are going to win, and I'm going to give them a 2-0 win, uh, Alti. I don't know why, just feel like it. I tend to find that the, the numbers kind of come to me like a dream. Uh, I've, all, right, I've got... all, right, all right, Rachel Riley, calm down. <laughs> uh, I'd be so bad at calm down. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Barnet game. I think that Barnet will win. I, I can't see anything else other than a Barnet win, if I'm honest. Um, I'm going to give them a 2-0 win as well, I think. Comfy. Comfy. Um, 
I, th- I think it's going to stay very close up to the top, whether Bromley or Barnet first, second and third. I think that they're going to yeah. stay around there pretty much the whole time. Uh, for the Chesterfield game, I am going to say that Chesterfield are going to win. Uh, I think just Rochdale, I think especially with the, the recent news, I think they're just going to be... The, there'll be a lack of confidence, I think. And I think Which, as well, I think with Rochdale at the minute, uh, from fan, from what I'm reading, our fans understandably as well, I think fans' probably minds are elsewhere. You know what I mean? I know yeah. that sounds crazy, but like when the when the existence of your football club is at stake, you know what I mean? It, it, some things are bigger than the actual games of football, you know, and it's, it's one of them really. But again, I guess in that sort of situation, we could be proven wrong because... Sometimes yeah. in the face of adversity, a, a team can rally round and, and, you know, perform some really good yeah. results. Sometimes it really stokes the fire and gets the, the passion going. So we might see, we might very happily see Rochdale come out with a um, with a win here. I I can't see it happening, but I hope yeah. that it does. I it's just my... don't think Chesterfield will lose two in the balance after only losing so many well, this season, you know? You said last time that you couldn't see Chesterfield losing any points, and then the, they went on and lost. So I don't know how much no. I don't know how much your word means, Aaron. I know that that might be good. That might be good news for Dale fans, actually. <laughs> yeah, it might be. You might be helping out. Uh, did, did you give a score then? I don't think you did. You just said Chesterfield. I I, I've, I've just been explaining it. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. No, I'm gonna say. I'm in, I'm in the doghouse now. You should have seen the look she just gave me there. <laughs> I'm going to say 2-1, Chesterfield. Um, yeah, that's for, for the reasoning above. Uh, for the Dorking game, I'm going to say... Nil-nil. I'm going to put a nil-niller in there. I don't know, feel like a nil-niller, so I am. I mean... You always have a random order, but I'm just going to say in case you've missed it, in case you've not seen it, have you, you went from Chesterfield to Dorking. Have you missed the Daggers game? Uh, Well, so that's the thing. I've got, basically, I've got a different order to you up on my, my screen. Okay. And I, I was trying to work out, like, I wrote down draw for two of them without saying the teams that were in it. So I was trying to work out which games they were by looking at the rest of them. Uh, But I'll go back to the Daggers game. Okay. Um, so Daggers Halifax, I'm gonna say Daggers are gonna win. I've I've said that Daggers are gonna win in the last two games and they've they've not done me well, but I reckon they're gonna win. I, I reckon they're gonna win. So I'm gonna say Daggers because like they've got good form, you know, they've got two draws, a win, yeah. a loss, and then a win. Like they're not they're not in bad form at all. I mean, neither are Halifax to be fair, but I'm going I'm to say that Daggers are going to win um, 2-1, I think. So, you know, that's that's a bit of excitement there. Uh, and then there was the Dorking game. Then the Gateshead game. I am going to say Gateshead are going to win. Like, I just, I can't see Oxford coming out of this rut that they're in at the moment. Not against, not against Gateshead. Again, I, I agree that there's going to be some goals in this game. I think it's going to be 4-2. I think it's going to be a big goal game. Um, it might be a bit cruel to say that Oxford are going to lose by big goals again. 
Um, but I don't know. I fancy it. It's happening. It's 4-2 to um, Gateshead. Nice. Uh, you know, I, I like to put some exciting scores in, in this prediction. I might be shooting myself in the foot, but, you know, it's a bit of excitement, isn't it? Whereas I just like to play conservative and try and pick up the points where I can with the draws, you know? Um, that might be my downfall in the end. But you never know. You never know. I'm going to give you a birthday win for Oldham. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm going to give you a birthday weekend win. Um, I think just the excitement of it all. It might get to the heads a bit, but uh, I want I want Oldham to win because I think it's exciting for Frank coming back. So it's going to be a one niller. It's not going to be the most spectacular win, but I think it is going to be a win. We'll take it. We'll take it. Thank you, Lauren. No worries. Uh, you you've, know, got got more, you've got more faith in my boys this week than I have in me in my boys. So that's a bit unusual, isn't it? I've, I've got to be nice to my co-host. I've been a bit. I've been a bit cruel the rest of this podcast, and I've been mm. a bit everywhere with my brain. And we've chatted a lot about random stuff that's not football. <laughs> so I've got to sort of be nice and try and get you to keep me back on. So. Uh, that's that. That's why. Solihull, Hartlepool. I think that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna agree with you. I'm gonna think it's a, there's gonna be a draw. Okay. I think it's gonna be a two-all draw. Personally, um, nice. I think that's 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 gonna be that's that's gonna be the score. That's no reason why, but I do. Nice. Um, then we've got the older shot game. So the older shot game, interesting choice for two all. I'm gonna say one nil to the shots. They're, they're in good form. They've got some you, really, you really like older shot, don't you? I don't think you've I don't think you've gone against them in a, a prediction that you've done ever. Uh no, I think I think I've been nice to them, yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I, I think they're, 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 you know, they're up there. They're, they're doing pretty decent. They've got some good form behind them. I've got faith in the the, the shots. Shot, shot. Uh, then we've got the Wheelstone game, which I think that Wheelstone's going to win. Uh do I? Yeah, I think Wheelstone's going to win. You know, it's bad when she's already second guessing a prediction. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give them a 2-1 win. There might be too many goals for that game, but I think that Wheelstone won't win by 1-0. And I also want it more exciting, so I'm not going to put 1-0 like you. i tell you what, you have spread out you spread out the goals very evenly there. I'm impressed. But like, I don't think they're going to win 1-0, but I still think they're going to win. So that's the next best bet. Uh, there's one more game that I've not yet predicted, and that is the is that the no it's not the autumn is it i thought you've done you've done have you not done it no there's one that i've not done is uh, it the forum wood filed game okay yes because that's you you gave them a one all draw i'm pretty sure yeah so uh in the forum wood filed game i am going to say that Fylde are going to beat Boreham Wood and go above them in the the table. I think there's going to be a little switcheroony of, of positions there. So I'm like going to say Fylde are going to win. 
Uh, I nearly said 4-2 then, but I'm not going to say 4-2. I just felt like saying it. What is it with uh, you and your goals? I, I'd like an exciting weekend. I can't I'm wait gonna... till there's like I can't wait till there's like six nil nil draws in this game week. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna come away from this looking like an absolute fool. Um, but no, I think Fylde are gonna win one nil. Scrappy game. Um, or maybe not scrappy, just sort of like end to end. No, no, like full chances. Um. But yeah, so I've I've only predicted one draw because I've not got my uh, bomb on a fence. Uh, but a run run through for everyone who's listening, um, given that I can see the results and you can't. I'm saying so. I'll, I'll go game by game and I'll say the, the 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 predicted scores. So in the Bromley Eastley game, we've got a one nil win from me and a two nil win for Aaron for Bromley. In the ulti, uh, ulti Maidenhead game, we've got both Ulti winning. I'm 2-0 and Aaron is 3-1. In the Barnet game, uh, Barnet-York City, we've got uh, both again Barnet winning, but I'm 2-0 and you're 2-1. In the filed Forum work game, you've got a draw and I've got a 1-0 win to filed. In the Chesterfield game, again, we've both agreed that Chesterfield are going to win, but uh, I've gone 2-1, so you've got 3-1. We're, we're quite similar this week, but, you know, the scores might be all the different. She's copying Tack now. She's like, he's 1-1, one, one, so I need, to, I need to copy him, you know? Well, you know, I, I've, I think you've sat on the fence a bit more than me, given, given you've got four draws. Um, so in the Daggers game, I've gone 2-1 to Daggers and you've got a draw. That's Daggers and Halifax. In the Dorking Wanderers Ebbsfleet game, you've gone 1-0 Dorking. I've gone a draw, a 0-0 draw from me. Uh, the Gateshead game, we've both gone for wins against uh, against Oxford for Gateshead. I've gone 4-2 and you've gone 3-1. Uh, so again, big margins, big margins. Uh, Oldham, I've given you a win for the Oldham Kidderminster game. That's one nil, and you've gone for a draw, one all. I've gone for a two all draw in the Hartlepool game, uh, and you've gone for a two one win to Hartlepool. And then it's one nil to the shots for me, and two all in the Older Shot game. And then for Wealdstone, we've both gone for a win, but I've gone two one, you've gone one nil. That's our roundup for this week. Very, very nice. Well done. Well done. That was very smooth. Um, um, but in terms of coming towards the end of another week, I think that is everything we needed to cover. So I appreciate that this one is a, probably a little bit longer than our usual um, podcast episode lengths, but that's because it was two, pretty much two game weeks in a week. And obviously predictions always take a little bit of time. Um, but we appreciate you listening to us on the it is Friday morning, by the way. Normally we record this on Thursday night, but we, we're a day late this week. Mm. Um, so yeah, we hope you enjoy listening to this on your way to the games tomorrow, and we will see you next week. Yeah, just a reminder if you haven't already, listen back to the, the Rochdale space on X and Twitter or X slash Twitter. Um, just if you're not up to date with it, it's it's a really important thing and a big thing going on in the league. Um, so just have a nosy on that on our Twitter. Yes, and also, um, 
find us wherever you listen to your podcast and if, if you listen on apple music d- make sure you rate us out of five stars in it if you don't want to rate us out of five stars that's fair enough but maybe do it because it's my birthday that would be yeah. quite nice i'd appreciate that messages um, on the on youtube bully us or give give us some birthday messages for for aaron Tell him, nice. tell him that Lauren, Lauren smells, and she's gonna win. Uh, she's gonna lose the league, and he'll be happy. He'll, you'll made his birthday there. Nice. All right. So until next week, I think that's us done and out. So enjoy the games this week, and we'll see you next week. See Bye. you later, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.